Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, you're listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now your host, Phil Iazetta. And we're back in the studio with a guy who I've been admiring for years, Mr. Lavelle Crawford. I, I mean, Lavelle, first of all, welcome to Las Vegas. Thank you. What do you think of this weather so far? It's almost 100 degrees in June. You were saying L.A. had this or what, well, in the yeah, valley? We've been having some 199, and I live in the valley, so I, I right. can't. But I ain't, I, when you said 109, that's just ridiculous. I, I mean, I'm from St. Louis where they say it'd be like 85, <laughs> and the heat index makes it feel like 99. Come on, man. Ain't that 99? Oh, well, I feel like 99. Nine, but it's 85. Boy, it sure is making me sweat like it's 99. That yeah. don't make no sense to me. That and when they say it's a dry heat. Yeah. Say, oh, what, what, come, on. come on, man. All <laughs> heat make me dry. All of me dry and moist at the same time. I feel like a, a rich cracker or something like that. Now, Lavelle, you, you talked about St. Louis. You're repping the Cardinals now. Yeah. Now, now, what's going on? The, the difference between comedy, because I'm from New York City, so... Okay. Different parts of the country to me, it's like they have different sense of humor and stuff works in different. Have you? I'm sure you've noticed this. Have you noticed that? Well, I mean, I think I think everybody like you to relate to that city, right? You know, for a minute. But if it's funny, it's funny. I don't right. know. I don't know. You know, New Yorkians, they're so New Yorkish. Right. They always want to hear about, you know, about going and get a sandwich from the bodega or going down <laughs> catching the subway. You know, they have their stories. And you can't do car jokes in, in New York. No. But they don't get it because ain't nobody got a car in New York. <laughs> if you Unless you're rich, New right? York, right. Right. You're rich, right, because you afford parking because parking is like $900,000 a day. <laughs> I mean, you for real, man. You got, and then they have your car stacked on another car and look like Lego blocks. And I'm like, man, is that safe? If something comes through, man, my car is gonna be demolished by another car. Who I don't even know if that guy got insurance. If he paying for parking, I'm sure he don't. You know one, what I mean? and, they, thing, and the one thing I love about New York, they don't care about garbage. No. They got fine <laughs> restaurants. You be eating outside of a five-star <laughs> restaurant, it's a pile of trash and a homeless man laying on top of it, <laughs> naked, <laughs> with rats on him, <laughs> looking at you eat your filet mignon. Lavelle Crawford <laughs> joining us in studio. The reason I bring up geography is because... You know, New York, I was spoiled with comedy clubs. Right, right, right. And, you know, when I was young, it was nothing for me to sneak into New York City, right. go down to either Comedy Cellar or, or, or Comic yeah. Strip or, right. or one of those things. In St. Louis, how'd you get, like, bitten by the comedy bug? Was it something you had to sneak into your parents' record collection? And Well, when I was 12, I, I stayed with my uncle. I used to listen to Richard Pryor oh, yeah. all the time at my uncle's house on his little album. I'd be in there just listening to it, whispering, turning it down so I could hear the cussing and everything. <laughs> right. And he had some of the most phenomenal stories. Stories. It wasn't always all about the cousin, like you talked right. about the his boy when they went to the voodoo lady because yep. his boy got got sick and, and he went crazy and he ate the monkey foot and, <laughs> and he and he turned into a polar bear with little bitty tiny feet. And I mean it was there was some hell of fast stories. And I and I once I saw heard that and then it was almost like it was calling me because I had kind of started I was like a young 
young adult. I was I went to college and and it was you know it didn't work out and my mama thought I was on drugs and I said I wasn't on drugs. I smoked them. <laughs> right. I never stood on them. I smoked them, man. But I only smoked like weed and I and I drank and I got drunk. The and, safe stuff, right? I, right. You know I tried to get laid, but it was mostly you know, more. I was more into myself than the girls were into me, so it was more of a touch me kind of situation, you know. <laughs> I never let me down. Now you I mentioned never, I never broke up with me either. Now you mentioned Richard. Well, that's good because you can't break <laughs> up with yourself. Yeah. Now you mentioned to me comedy royalty because I've always told told everyone, no matter where I am, people who argue whether it be George Carlin or Lenny uh, Bruce. To me, Richard Pryor, because I remember you know opening up the the grandparents' album. You remember right. those big record players yeah. that were actually like pieces of furniture sure. having to slide the top yeah. over, get the record. It made so much noise. And that little arm up in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that static electricity kicking off of it. Yeah, but it was Richard. It was yeah. Richard Pryor. I mean, you you look at what he did, how he crossed over the movie Silver Streak. I remember growing yeah. up with Gene Wilder. I mean, Lavelle, we grew up, I think, around the best of the best. Man, I mean, well, you got to look at it, all of that come out. Well, I look at Richard. Richard was the bad boy. He was the real yeah. rebel that really bit for on two different levels, on being a black comedian and being a comedian, because he touched everything. Every, he everything. talked about everything from being on heroin and being a being being a homosexuality, he touched everything. Being growing a up in a brothel, yeah, bro. I mean, his life was a, a riddle, right. and to make it funny was amazing. His story was really, really out the box. But then you know, but you look at all of the great acts from Carlin, you know, doing getting Grammys for for comedy albums, uh, Flip Wilson for changing the whole outlook of comedy. I mean, bringing home greats like Red Fox. Who you know, St. Louis homie, and uh, <laughs> Look you, at know, you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I mean Red Fox with his brown paper bag, who yeah. was doing his his uh, brown rapper uh, comedy, and I mean his party albums. I'm sure your mom and have had them in there. I mean, where they listen listening parties, where that's where comedy was. Well, you talk about uh, party albums. I mean, there's a lady that kids today, and it bothers me so much, Lavelle. Mm-hmm. Mom's Mabley. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a lady who was doing it for years and royalty. Sure. If there was a Mount Rushmore, yeah. put Mom's Mabley on Mom, there and explain Mom, to people. Mom's an right. amazing, amazing talent. I mean, from her touching people from... Sammy Davis Jr. to Hugh Hefner, where he yeah. had her up at the Playboy Mansion talking. This lady wore a shower cap on her head, and she looked like a homeless woman, back lady. But she was very intelligent. Oh. She did. She gave. She she wrote songs as well as be a talented comedian. I mean, she was on from you know from. Well, Merv uh, Griffin, do you remember the song? I mean, I could listen to that song right now yeah. and start crying. Yeah. I mean, where have you been? Where's, I mean, John, where's John? Yeah. Where's John? Right. Yeah, well, you know, all the, you know, it was amazing, you know, because Sammy Davidson, you know, who is a great performer himself, said that that's one of the, he, he called her out and said, please, mom, do that song. That brings tears to my eye. And he only had one eye. So basically, <laughs> to bring tears to that one eye is really, really putting some pressure on, on that eye. But, you know, but I mean, just, just to mom, maybe touching people like she did, she was, she was a, ahead of her time and a genius in her own right. I mean, it's, so many comedians, like like when I was growing up, I Rudy Ray Moore. You, oh, Dolomite. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. The Human Tornado. Lo-fi, right. all these guys. I mean, you know, growing up in that era, man, Slappy White. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. I, I listened to all of it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, Little Timmy to to all of them because I can then, you know, a lot of the things about black comedy, when you did did mainstream rooms, you had to do your comedy from 
with your back turned. And I didn't know that, you know, because they don't want you looking and tantalizing somebody or whatever with your, your voodoo black magic or whatever. Right. But it, that was some funny stories, man. It was amazing because that, that but the, all those comedians from that, oh, Charlie Barnett, yeah. Charlie Barnett from DC Cab, you know, a lot of, a lot of comics probably don't even look at that because they think about, oh, D.L. Hughley and, and Steve Harvey and, you know, you know you. Who well, Bernie Mac. Have... Well, well, the thing that bothers me, and I hate, I hate to get into stuff like this, yeah. but Bernie Mac, God rest his soul. Right. A guy like that, people who don't know comedy, right. wouldn't realize that a guy like Robin Harris. Oh yeah, is what well, Bernie well, Mac became. Sure, sure. I mean, his his he was a a different version, but the same kind of straight straight lace hard yeah. in it, tell you a story. And Robin Harris was a was a character. Well, tell me, Bebe's kids wasn't the Bernie Mac show. Oh man, it was. <laughs> right. if, I, if Robin would have been alive, it wouldn't have been no Bernie. Max, right. I mean, for real, because baby kids, well, they would have did a real movie and it oh. launched into so many things. It was an incredible story. It was so funny. And I mean, you know, they people try to, you know, compare you. And like me, I like to be my own. You know, I don't, I oh, want, I don't think we uh, have to worry about you copying yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I like that about me. I want to be just straight up original, just like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, when you, 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 you don't have to do no taste. You know exactly who that is. Just like when you hear Prince music. You know oh. Prince. You know Prince no matter what. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, that's Prince. That's Prince. You can feel You can know his booty. He got some jeans on with the booty cut out. He got a blouse on. His hair perm. He looking good. You know? Mr. Lavelle Crawford joining us in studio. I got to tell you, you mentioned a name before. Not many white dudes will know Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I got a great idea. You work with Shaq a lot. Mm. Why can't Shaq bring back Dolomite? I mean, I think it's time. I think we could bring back Dolomite. Man, there's so many things we both bring back. Now, Shaq probably wouldn't do it. It would have to be. I don't think Shaq really. Shaq would try to be Dolomite. You can't be <laughs> nine, eight, walking around like, what you say, sucker? I'll, I'll slap the hell out of you. You know, he, 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 Shaggy, he'd be out there, what you say, sucker? I'll knock the hell out of you. You can't talk. I can see him speaking in that, that yeah, rhyme, though, in the poetry. Be, I can see Shaq playing in the new Last Dragon and showing up. Oh, no. I think he would be a great showing up. I can see him say, kiss my converse. I kiss I can my converse. He'd be a great showing up. I would see that, man. You know, that, that would be hilarious. Why don't they make movies like that anymore, Lavelle? No, man. It's just I, I guess they get lost in the wave, and I think a lot of people don't realize that them movies were natural icons. And it, and I and sometimes some movies are hard to make. But see, one thing about Rudy Ray Moore that was amazing is he took his money that he would make mm-hmm. off his albums and stuff. Like he took like his first movie, I think it was it was a. Petey Weestraw, I think one of the... One of the it was Petey Weestraw, right? Petey Weestraw, he, he, did a 90, he took $90,000, uh-huh. and he, he he did all that film himself. Wow. And he sold them out of his car. He sold the movies out of his car. Wow, and then, and, I did not know that, that. Yeah, he took the next money and made his next movie. All his movies was funded by him. I he didn't really have no... And then, you know, and then and nowadays, they... There's some of the if you want to sit back and just be entertained. I love those movies. I mean, the movies, I mean, it's, it's like it's almost like your little brother film. <laughs> they filmed a karate movie in the back of the house. From Avenging Disco Godfather. Yeah. I remember when I first read in that movie, I brought it to my friend's house. He's like, what the hell is it? I was right. like, Are you kidding me? This is it. This is art. The death of cocaine <laughs> is ruining our neighborhoods. We have to do something, you dirty mother. And he would do a karate chop when he called you the MF. And that was great. And then he got a little cocaine on him and he lost his mind. He was out there, ah, oh, ah, oh, them little tight checker pants, man. I mean, 
I mean, that is just... <laughs> What's your favorite Dolomite line? Mine is, of course, the move over and let me pass with the hush puppies up your, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, I was like, you know, I was like when he did the hurricane. He had hurricane when he was doing the hurricane suit when he went up in the whole house and he was making love to all the women. And he was like, he said the woman was like, ooh, this is the thunder. And, and, and now you about to get the rain. <laughs> <laughs> he said he got out of there when when he next he said I don't want none of that hell because right. I don't know where that's coming from. But he said but he used to he said he used to make love to, you know he said if she get away from this condom call her Hercules. <laughs> All them stories he used to have so many man his stories was just incredible. I thought he was he was legendary way ahead of his time. Sure. I'm telling you Rudy Ray Moore God bless him God rest his soul. Man he t- he was one of the people you know. <clears throat> Like Red Fox, he he got on movies and then I guess he waited for it to come him, but he he come to him. But when he got Samson's son, that was just just like you know, uh, there was nobody else who could play it. Yeah, no, that was. I mean, Red Fox to me, that's another guy. Day, I mean, Red Elizabeth. Fox, I could listen to all day. <laughs> Elizabeth, Lavelle Crawford, Suncoast Showroom, Las Vegas, June fourteenth, fifteenth. I think this is the first time I've seen you up there. Uh, yeah, this is my very, I didn't even know it was out there. I was out there. Oh, my God. I was out there yesterday Man. With, with Bob Zaney. Do you know okay. Bob yeah, Zaney? Yeah, I know Bob. But me and Bob been on the plane. Me and Matt, <laughs> let me tell you about Bob Zaney. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> he lost out of weight, too. Congratulations to you, oh, Bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, 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 but we used to be on the plane all the time together. We used to, you know, <laughs> say hi and bye. But we was on Last Comic Standing one time. You know, we was on the... Uh, in the preliminaries, and I, you know, and I went up and I had killed and had a good time. And Bob, and Bob, Bob was sitting there around like, look at this guy, you know. I, you know, I can't understand what he's saying, and he's he made it to the next round. And I said, well, I guess the judges knew what I was saying. Sorry, you can't make it. Don't put me down because you didn't make it, Mr. Zaney. A, a comedian bitter? No, yeah, no, yeah, right. He was, really? He was really angry about that. It's so funny about last conversation when you see it, like Schubert. You, I don't know if you've seen him. Jimmy like, Schubert. Jimmy Schubert oh, yeah. was on, on on this new season, and I was like, man, I remember Jimmy Schubert. I was a kid comic, man. I was that star. Now and I've seen him at the club, and then I this dude about 300 years old going against these kids. Man, he should be feeling ashamed of yourself because I felt kind of old when feeling I feeling ashamed of himself. He should be dead, yeah, right. <laughs> right. And I gotta get it before I die. Yeah, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. You might die during the, during the judging, I mean, man. I mean, dude, I was like, it was incredible, but. That's comedy, though. Oh, it's hilarious. And the strange thing about comedy, because everybody can claim they're a comic. Right. But if you're not known for, if I, if I say, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a comic. You know, okay. How long you been doing this? Right, right. right. Like, you know, sometimes they've been doing it a long time, but if ain't nobody else calling, hey, don't you work at Fat Burger? Right. Have, not, have you ever been paid right. to do comedy? That's, you know, that's a nice question. Right. Sometimes, yeah, paid, but did it pay your rent? Right. You know, because I didn't ever claim I was a comedian. I still don't let people know what I exactly do. <laughs> now they, they know I'm famous now, but I don't I don't tell people. I don't I don't I don't want to tell me I joke. You know? Oh, that's I hate so a person, horrible of that. I, I hate a person that don't know me, but didn't know me because somebody else told him. So what are you? Where have I seen you at? I said, ma'am, I wasn't there when you was watching me, so I don't know. <laughs> she was like, oh, you're cracking a joke, aren't you? No, ma'am, I wasn't there. How would I know where you saw me at? You were going to get that this weekend? I'm sure. I, I, I mean, I hate to bring up Zany again. And, and the reason he probably did that, he's probably still bitter. He beat Carrot Top. And, uh, you know, Carrot Top's got a gig for the last right. 50 years. Oh, of my the God. Carrot Top, man. He, oh, he, he's he, printing I money. I he's up for the Joker, man. Right. <laughs> 
I, you see Karen Tapper, he should either be the Joker or the Toy Man on one of those Batman movies. He, he, needs, that's, he needs to do it. I mean, he looks spooky now. Scott is one of the nicest guys in the business. I believe it. But the eyeliner... And the and the working out yeah. and the I don't know what I mean. Can't people just get old gracefully? I'm, I'm not mad at him because he, you remember how he used to look. He was real small. Well, he like, the like the Wendy's girl, girl. Right, yeah, right. exactly. And he hated that. <laughs> but I don't think he should have did nothing to his face. No, I don't know why he did something. He could have did his body looks great. You'll never do that, right? You no, promise no, me, right? I'm not gonna do nothing to my face. Okay, good. I promise. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna still, still look like Lavelle. I mean, it ain't gonna change the thing. Please, we, I, I'm we like dyeing my beard, my hair. Like Kenny Rogers is killing me, Lavelle, because the gambler. You know, can't even see no more. His eyes look like corn slots. <laughs> Lady, where are you? Uh, I didn't know Kenny Rogers was Chinese. <laughs> I know he was right and what's here. going on? We grew up around Bruce Jenner now, too. Let's just get it all out there. Yeah. What's going on with Bruce? Bruce just trying to find his identity. His daughter, his, his stepdaughter's got big behinds and doing porno and famous. The other chick's looking like O.J. Simpson and famous. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. 20 years after, you got to bring that up now. I mean, His come on. wife even had a talk show. Bruce said, I was an Olympic gold medalist. He's on the Wheaties box, I was on the Wheaties box and I can't get it. When we he were watching Thundercats with our chocolate milk, right. Bruce was there on the cereal box. Bruce Jenner was in one movie that I I don't know the name of it. I don't know if you can even look it up. Where he he was went the only white guy to play at Grambling State at one time. Oh no! He was playing for the football team at Grambling State, and they was he was like, "What is this food they're serving? That's called chitlins, brother." And I never forget that line. They was serving chitlins at the cafeteria, and I was like, "Chitlins at the cafeteria?" And I said, "Who cleaned them? You can't just cook no chitlins and have it as a lunch thing for your college students." Dude, I was laughing so hard. And this is totally off the topic, but you bring up chitlins. They had WWE sent me Jimmy Hart because okay. they have this Legends house. Uh, and they're all the guys that we grew up watching. Right, right, Jimmy Tony Hart. Atlas is in the house. Uh, Tony Atlas cooks dinner for people. Guess who he cooks, Bill? Chitlins. Chitlins. Oh, really? <laughs> but he probably can cook them, though. Oh, I'm not saying that, is but Jimmy you know. Is Atlas still in good shape? You, you, oh, my goodness. Really? Oh, can my he, can goodness. Can he still hit a flip or something? Oh, yeah. He, he still I used like, to think he was incredible, man. I couldn't oh, believe that he could do all that I stuff. can't believe he was tag team partners with The Rock's dad. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Tony Adams is an incredible dude. But you know what chitlins smell like. Yeah, I mean, if you've like, been around... They smell them. like ass cheeks. I mean... That... <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, if you go... You got to know how to cook them. My mama know how to get the stank out. She, she, what she do is put potatoes in there and onions yeah. and salt and pepper it. And it don't smell as funky. It smell like underarm once you get done. You know, like, you can... like, who got underarm in here? <laughs> Lavelle, thank you so much for stopping by. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.